Welcome to Dog Secrets. Dog Secrets. Brought to you by Zedekus, the Dog Prodigy King. The Dog Psychology Podcast without the whispering. <laughs> Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Thank you for all the love and support. Those of you that came from the Boston King podcast, I really appreciate it. This episode, um, I'm going to focus on what's the main reason, actually, your dog has separation anxiety, that your dog is unpredictable, that your dog actually is aggressive, or some of you call it protective. <laughs> He's just being protective. He's very overprotective, right? Um, and some of you may think like, okay, well, I don't know if I can make these changes. If you don't make these changes, I don't care who you work with. I don't care what you read, what you watch. So my cheapest plan is 1900 as in right now, right? I don't care if you pay me 19,000. I don't care if you pay me 19 million. It will not work if you don't make these changes. And these changes, guys, will make a big difference in your life and the balance and harmony. And the more you say yes, so these are questions. The more, <laughs> the more you answer yes to these, the more the dog is spoiled. And the more the dog is spoiled, the more the dog has separation anxiety, the more unpredictable they are, the more um, they're, like you said, they're overprotective. And I'll bet you anything, if you're listening to this, your dog is spoiled. Your dog is spoiled. I don't care whether you're a dog owner, dog groomer, dog sitter, dog walker, your um, new dog owner, seasoned dog owner, your dog is spoiled, more spoiled than average. Now, if your dog is spoiled and you have a nice dog and the dog is not aggressive or unpredictable, then great, you got lucky. But the main reason dogs have, separa they, dogs have separation anxiety or they're unpredictable or they're full-on aggressive, trust me, besides malnourishment, besides neglect, besides abuse, the worst thing you can do is to spoil your dog. I repeat, Besides abuse, besides neglect and malnourishment, as if you spoil the dog, you pamper the dog to the extreme, that's the worst thing you can do to your dog. And I know you see that a love, right? But no, you're actually totally messing the dog up. Your dog may have a lot of, most dogs have potential. Actually, all dogs have potential as the owner because in this journey, you become the trainer. I'll be the instructor, right? It's up to you guys. Nobody can change you, but you, your boyfriend cannot change you. Your husband cannot change you. Your wife can't change you. Your girlfriend cannot change you. Your parents cannot change you. Your best friend cannot change you. I cannot change you. Even if you hire me, the change has to come from you. It has to come from you guys. It takes more than love to make a, a relationship work, right? It takes more than love to raise a kid. And it takes more than love to have a good dog, a dog that knows right from wrong, that's polite, that's respectful, <laughs> that respects boundaries, respects your wishes. All right, so th so think about this. Imagine this is probably how it's going. What's happening with your dog? 
Your dog is like this. I can bark whenever I want. I'll shut up whenever I want. I jump on you whenever I want. I nip at you whenever I want. I drag you on the leash wherever I want. I steal things off the counter whenever I want. Um, I guard things from you. I, you know, get a treat or things whenever you eat. I get a, like something, a snack. Um, I take off whenever I want. I come back whenever I want. I bark and growl and snap and charge and bite whoever I want. Everything is the dog's way. I come in whenever I want, I go out, I go in the crate if I want, I go outside if I want, I'll come back in if I want to. I'll stalk you room to room whenever I want, I get a petting, massage whenever I want, I get a treat whenever I want. Everything is the dog's way. Think about it. Everything's the dog's way. That's what I'm saying is I don't care how great the trainer is, I don't care who you hire, if you don't make these changes, whether you hire me or not or hire anyone else it will not work unless you set some boundaries and then i'm gonna shed light on these and ask you a question you have to be honest now the more yeses you answer doesn't mean you're hopeless it just shows like how much you actually um let the dog run the show how far it went like my god i never looked at it that way just when you heard that it made you laugh and made you think just what i just mentioned when the dog can bark whenever I want, jump on you whenever I want, take off, bark, growl, snap, you know, everything's the dog's way. It's like, wow, I never looked at it that way. I never thought of it that way, right? I'm telling you, if your dog has separation anxiety, your dog's unpredictable, or bit a dog or bit a person or acts like it's going to bite or nip at someone, like it broke the skin, and it's going to get worse. It's not going to go away. It's going to stay the same and get worse. It's because you made these mistakes. So, these things added up little by little, guys. It's not like overnight, like boom, it happened. It added up. It took weeks, months, years to develop this behavior. And then, you know, it's like, oh my God, you know, now it's a problem. It, it's really gotten out of hand. So, I had one person, uh, her name is Nadine. She flew me to Montana to, to help her with her dog. And she had a Rottweiler. I never forgot that. This dog would bite you whenever you stopped petting him. When you stopped petting him, he would bite you. So think about it. The dog, like, who told you to stop? Usually normal dogs, they nudge on your hand. They kind of paw you. They lick you. They kind of keep pushing themselves like, hey, why did you stop? You know, keep petting me. This dog would bite you. <laughs> It's like smacking someone, like, what are you doing? So Nadine was really nice, very, very nice person, one of the kindest people um, I met. And she was going to hire Cesar Milan, and Cesar Milan didn't get back to him, or he was too booked up, or whatever. Um, I'm as good as him, don't worry, I just don't have a TV show. I am, I can do whatever Cesar does, and I don't get bit uh, like him, and I don't skateboard. That's just no skateboarding, no ch 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 and no... No, I don't get bit. Like, here he gets bit on national television. Like, that doesn't look good. But it's okay. It makes good TV, right? All right, so back to Nadine. So I helped Nadine with her dog. It went really well. And then she had, um, she said, you don't mind if I pass around my guests and, and uh, um, everyone that is in here, like, to if they have lists of questions, like, if you can help, help them. I said, no, by all means, like, ask me anything, really, any topic. You know what's the number one thing everyone wrote, guys? The number one thing everyone wrote was separation anxiety. 
what do you do about separation anxiety? And I'll tell you why that is, why you have separation anxiety. Again, it didn't start overnight. You did it little by little and you created a monster was running the show. Again, it did not happen overnight. And you did it by being loving and genuine and caring to your dog. But you went overboard and this is what happened, okay? So I have them all written down. And you know what's funny is most of these things, the owner's mindset, if you really narrow it down, they're all emotional, irrational, or they're in denial. I repeat, their decision, their mindset, their reasoning is emotional, irrational, and in denial. Okay, so keep that in mind, those three things, okay? Because they, they will apply to you, if not all three, one of the two. One of the two will apply to you, I promise you that, if you have a spoiled dog. Again, these are day-to-day -day actions, the routine that you're doing with your dog that it messed up the dog. Like, oh my God, now I know what happened. You know, you gotta have, it's like kids, guys. You gotta have rules, structure, boundaries. Otherwise, it's just like kid, the dog running the show, the kid running the show, the kid could burn your house down eventually, end up in jail, you know, end up turning on you, end up maybe even killing you. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, exaggerating. It starts with upbringing of a kid and the same thing with the dog, right? Again, besides abuse, neglect, and malnourishment, guys, the worst thing you can do is to spoil your dog. So what are you trying to housebreak your dog, guys? What are you trying to teach it manners around guests? What are you trying to teach it not to act up when it sees dogs on walks or when you have company over around men, uh, in front of your boyfriend, in front of your husband? Because sometimes you guys say, oh, the dog's being protective around him. It's because of these things, okay? What are you trying to stop from barking, jumping, nipping? It all applies to these things, right? All right, so I'm going to ask you these questions. And the more yeses you, you get, the more the dog is spoiled. The more yes you get, again, you got to be honest, the more the dog is spoiled, okay? One, does the dog follow you room to room? Like it stalks you. Like you cannot, like, my God, I, I can't even pee or poop in peace. The dog has to be staring at me. I can't take a shower because the dog's barking, whining, scratching. They lose it. Okay, yes or no? That, <laughs> that, that one is, do you pet your dog just for being alive? You pet the dog nonstop. One hand is on your phone, one hand on the dog. You pet the dog, you give the dog belly wraps, uh, scratching you know the scalp you know scalp massage your poor husband hasn't got a back rub your poor wife hasn't you know got a, a like a foot uh, massage but the dog gets it all night for hours now i know you may say what's wrong with that that's good for me too it, again spoiled dog the dog is spoiled okay so and i'll go over that like what's balanced what's not <laughs> next one does your dog have a strong name or human name so dogs with human names are usually harder to train i don't know why i've trained thousands and thousands of dogs guys i'm not saying this to impress you it's a fact you know i've trained a lot of dogs and i've noticed dogs with strong names or human names are harder to train so if you, of course your dog is human name any human name dennis george mikey you know whatever or if the dog has a strong name like Bear, Killer, Max, like Maximus, Samson, Rambo, Capone, Rocky, Spike. Like I had this guy that said like, yeah, I've had shepherds all my life and I named one Prince. That one was King. Like Prince, King. Like imagine like 
Like, okay, if he's prince, that one is king, what are you going to name the next one? God? Those are really strong names, right? Is your dog allowed on a furniture whenever he wants? Uninvited. So you got to train the dog like, okay, pretend the dog is muddy or has poop on its paws. You got to wipe it. So again, no structure, no boundaries. The dog's allowed on a furniture whenever he wants. Does the dog sleep on a bed with you? That's even worse. When you have a dog sleep on a bed with you, they're always allowed on the furniture. They think they're equal to you. When a dog thinks they're equal to you guys, they don't listen or respect you. Again, they love you to death. They see you as a stripper. You know, you can love a stripper like, oh my God, you know, she looks hot. Wow, look at those moves. But it's hard to respect a stripper. So the dog sees you as a stripper. Okay. All right. Next one. Do you even create the dog? Do you believe in creating the dog? Oh, you see that's jail, you know, but creating is good because the dog gets used to create when you travel, when you take it to the vet, they create them, to the groomers, they create the dog. It's not a bad thing to create the dog. It's not a bad thing to get the dog used to being created. Some dogs are destructive, some dogs uh, dig, some dogs are not reliable with the other dog, you know, they're like bullying the other dog, they chase the cat, whatever is the reason you got to be able to pull it off. I'm going to put the dog in the crate. Um, where, you know, you use any kind of confinement, whether it's doggy gate, whether it's playpen. Do you put the dog in a backyard? You know, can you close the door? Every time the dog barks, scratches, whines, you give in. That's a spoiled dog. What do you call that? What do you call that if it's not spoiled? Every time the dog barks, you give in. If that's not spoiling, what is that? Do you cook for the dog? Do you cook for the dog? Like, you actually cook for the dog. Um, do you give the dog treats just for no reason? Just because you love him? Whether the dog sits or not, do you give him the treat? That's a spoiled dog. Does the dog know shake, roll over, play dead? Any dog that knows roll over, play dead, I've noticed they're spoiled. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, it's cute, right? It's a cute trick. Bang, he plays dead. Shake, roll over, you know. That, the dog is spoiled. The dog, you know, is running your life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you train it by bribery and i know you may say what do you mean that because bribery the, the trainer said use treats and then after a while you don't use treats you know and the dog will listen to you forever ever after like really really you fell for that your dog should sit because you said so because i told you to kind of like how you're raised why because i told you to because you're not 18 yet because you live under my roof because i told you to i told you so that's why you gotta sit now, you can give treats sometimes at the end of training session, right? But if the dog sees or smells the treat or you hold your finger together, you're tricking the dog. You're bribing the dog. It's not it's not training. You've been bribing the dog. And bribery, positive reinforcement, whatever you want to call it, unknowingly, you tr you're spoiling the dog and you're creating a pampered, spoiled dog. Because the dog sees like, man, they're giving me, giving me treats just for being alive. That's it. Everything is treat. Treat. Watch me treat. Sit. Treat. Go pee and poop outside. Treat. Peeing and pooping it feels good, man. That's a really good treat for yourself. Like, ah, finally. Oh, my God. I've been holding it for hours. Ooh, finally. Yay. Doesn't it feel good? Like, oh, my God. Finally. <laughs> so if the dog pees and poops outside, good. You know, praise it. Good dog. Good boy. Because sometimes the dog fakes it pee or poop it. they come in front of you they look at you they squat so you can give them a treat right all right another one 
do use a harness if you use a harness or your leash is stretchy is you know stretchy leash it gives the dog is spoiled i don't know why like spoiled dog owners always use a harness they always use a leash that they give the stretches and that's not safe because if that dog charges or lunges or goes after a dog a person you know jumps on him the stretchy leash you know gives them more uh advantage they have like four or five more inches that they can get to that dog or person you can yank it back that fast even if you have a great timing you cannot so stretchy leashes are not a worst thing you can have harnesses are designed to pull the dog so if you use a harness might as well put a skateboard on you know all the there's weight pulling competition with dogs i mean if you notice they have something similar to harness sled dogs they use a harness so and, and a worst thing to have on a dog now the reason you're using a harness because you feel bad the dog is hacking gagging choking for air but that is because he's not trained to walk on a loose leash again guys think about it the reason you're using a harness is because your dog is spoiled and not trained to walk on a loose leash i'm not saying he needs to be perfect role model right next to you he can be in front of you he just should not be pulling charging or lunging and he's pulling and if he doesn't pull he definitely pulls or charges when he sees a dog a kid a cat a squirrel right i'm sure all right do you have a small dog you carry with you everywhere you carry it like it's just a purse. Do you have the dog in a purse and <laughs> a carrier? Do you have a stroller for your dog? The more yes you, you tell me, the, the more spoiled the dog is, right? Another one, do you um, think that the dog will not eat unless you're in a room? The dog will not eat unless you hand feed the dog. The dog is spoiled. I mean, think about it, guys. That sounds so crazy. They're like, oh, you won't eat unless I hand feed him. He won't eat. Really? They can live without food, guys, up to like weeks, two, three weeks they can live without food. You really think the dog will die. That's how good the dog trained you. That you really think that you have to hand feed it or be present. <laughs> Another thing you can tell, guys, the dog is worse is the dog is always, I mean, the dog is spoiled is the dog is always worse with you. The dog is role model, a sweetheart with others in the family, and daycare. The dog is not bad with vets. Is not bad. The dog is a nightmare with you, a nightmare, totally like Cujo with you. That is because the dog thinks like I own her. She's my mom. I can kill that dog. I can kill that guy, and mommy will still love me. They get way worse with you. That means the dog is spoiled, guys. What else would you call it? You know, because you can't say, well, I don't know, he's been protective. You've never been under no threat whatsoever. Your husband never beat you. Your boyfriend never beat you. The neighbor guest never did anything wrong to you. Uh, you've never been attacked by a dog. Your dog never been attacked by a dog. So it's one thing if a dog mauled you and attacked you and the poor dog acts like tough, like, okay, I'm going to put on a show because my mommy got attacked by a dog once so i'm gonna do my job no so when a dog acts the worst with you an indicator that the dog is spoiled all right let's see what else we have um again don't let these things scare you guys the more you you we work on this whether you work with me or someone else or on your own the more you'll notice like oh my god these make sense if you feed the dog before yourself you're teaching the dog he's the boss yeah i know you may say oh i might as well get it out of the way no no 
You gotta eat first. You're the boss. You're the alpha. You're the, if not alpha, you gotta let the dog know I'm the mommy, the teacher, the one in charge. I'm your daddy, your buddy, and also the one in charge. I'm your teacher, right? I'm just telling you how dogs think, guys. I'm telling you how dogs think because most of you are great dog lovers. You don't know jack about dog psychology and canine behavior. Do you even take vacations? If you don't, oh, do you feel bad? Oh, my dog will hate me. My dog, I don't want to abandon my dog. Because some of you will get a higher, your higher pet sitter, right? Those of you who can afford it. But a lot of you won't do that. Not even that. You won't take the dog somewhere else. Like, oh, no, no, blah, blah, blah. I can't do, oh, you know, I love him. You'll miss me, blah, blah, blah. All right. Uh, do you... <laughs> So when you make these changes, your dog will hate it because why would your dog give away the throne? Like the dog is the king and the queen of your castle. Like why? I've been running the show. Like, okay, that's cute. Mommy thinks she's a dog trader now. <laughs> that's really cute. <laughs> Look at daddy all of a sudden. He thinks he's a whatever, master dog trader. That's cute. I've been running, you know, this joint. Come on now. But that's, the change starts with you, guys. It starts with you. So again, we're not alpha dogs. We, we can say we're alpha dog, but you can't trick a dog, you're a dog. If you want to try it, you know, you can bark back at the dog. You can pee over your dog's pee. You can pee on your dog's bed. You can, you know, throw a treat and then beat the dog through it, you know, eat the treat. Eat like the dog, you know, I really eat fast. And slam your dog on his back by biting it. That's how you can trick your dog by set for a second. Like, man, mommy turned into a dog. So you should not look, talk, act like an alpha dog. You should act like your dog's teacher, teacher, leader, mommy. So far, you've just been mommy. That's it. You've been the poop cleaner. You've been the treat giver. You've been the belly massager. You're not in charge. That's the reason you're listening to this. That's the reason um, your dog's unpredictable. That's the reason your dog is um, protective or aggressive or bit someone. You see, it's like, oh, wow, I never looked at it that way. Like, ah, that makes sense. So he's not being protective, sorry. He's not being protective at all. He's showing off. You think that. Everyone, you know, that been saying that, been wrong, been misled. Your dog's not being, you know, protective at all. All right. So the more, guys, you think about these things, the more you have to make the, uh, think about this, like, are your decisions and what you've been doing and is it based on emotional of course you feel bad right the dog's your baby are you being irrational uh in your own way it makes sense right in your own mindset like no that's my baby why not but you're irrational if you think like that's not a big deal like no no it's totally normal that's what being irrational and if that's not the case you're in denial you really are you're in denial that the dog is not showing off the dog's really protecting me like that's in denial you really are in denial because you've never been attacked by a dog you never your husband boyfriend never beat you when you had company over nothing bad happened so you're being in denial really because i want you to really think about this and this is one of those uh, uh episodes that i send to a lot of my clients because almost every one of my clients they they need help with the dog being overprotective or the dog's showing off when they have company over or 
whether that's the extreme that extreme where the dog bit someone or not that's besides the point what i'm saying is whether you're trying to housebreak your dog whether you're trying to teach it obedience sit stay down heal and come i'm not saying don't spoil the dog you gotta have that balance i'm not saying don't let the dog on the couch when you say so if you have the dog sleeping on the bed that's fine but you're creating separation anxiety because that poor dog when you leave he's used to sleeping on the bed with you so how can a crate beat that no crate will beat that no matter how comfortable you make a crate so that's why you have to make sure guys like i just got this person that their relationship got ruined over the dog the dog was always on the bed even when they're making love the dog's just staring at them and this is not a small dog it's a full boxer named axel okay <laughs> axel just running the show axel's barking jumping getting at the stuff they can't even have sex they can't even have sex you know it's just like the these guys really loved each other but the guy you know and this usually women do this the guy refused to uh, reprimand or discipline the dog like no no that's my baby you know he was like this is my baby axel is such a big boy he's a big baby he's a big boy he's such a big baby you know <laughs> so that's like who's a good boy who's a good boy you know so that's how you guys think and operate all right all right that's enough for today thank you for listening please give me a, a good review please subscribe please share the podcast with our dog owners um friends relative neighbors whoever you will learn a lot you you will be amazed how much you see things from your point of view and the dog's point of view and that's my whole uh, mission all right, thanks for sticking out, guys. Till next one, love and light to you guys.